When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person, which has 401 ways to make a difference in yourself and the world. This week, I'm talking about cynicism, which is defined as doubting the inherent goodness of other people. There are some folks who are born cynics, but I think that especially during this pandemic and this election, it's really tempting to start feeling cynicism about humanity for everybody. Today's big idea is that there's something you can do when you notice yourself thinking that some particular person or group of people suck. (laughs) And that is to challenge yourself to look for the loving reason why that person or group of people might be acting the way they are. Basically, you can believe that you live in a random universe where everyone's in it for themselves, or you can believe that we live in a friendly universe where even the challenging people and situations are leading somewhere better. Me, I choose door number two all the way, but I still have times where I doubt my fellow humans. Here's an example that I'm wrestling with now. My daughter is 12 and she's been super isolated since COVID struck. She started a new school last year and was just getting her feet underneath her when school closed and we went into quarantine. Her isolation broke my heart, especially because I could see that it upset her too. Fast forward seven months and she's adapted but she's still pretty much on her own unless she's in school. She has friends, but they rarely hang out. And she's so excited about Halloween. She's had her costume picked out for weeks already. She's going to be Ariana Grande, complete with hair extensions. But every time she's reached out to one of her handful of friends about hanging out on Halloween, they've said they have plans. Not, oh, I already have plans, but come with. Or, sorry, I have plans, let's hang out another time. Just, no. The end. So let me tell you, it's very tempting to go into mama bear mode and decide that those kids are jerks. (laughs) I mean, right? Looking for the loving reason is what I have to continually remind myself to do. And to remember that we all go through periods of feeling like an outsider, and this is just her time. And whenever this happens, it's an opportunity to make peace with ourselves and learn to enjoy our own company. It's also a nudge for her to make some new friends, although that's not exactly easy to do in the age of social distancing and attending school every other day while fully masked and only seeing the same small pot of kids. So don't get me wrong, it still breaks my heart. They say you can only be as happy as your most unhappy child. I wish like anything I could wave my magic wand and she'd have a bestie. I keep thinking it only takes one. But remembering to look for the loving reason keeps me out of the spiral of blaming those other kids or feeling sorry for my daughter or getting angry about this danged pandemic and the toll it's taking on our kids. 
It also keeps me focused on what I want for her, which is friendships that make her feel included, valued, and loved. Looking for the loving reason also gives me a nudge to really objectively observe the situation and see how she's truly doing, and not just projecting my own ideas about how I think she should be doing. And you know what? For the most part, she seems pretty at peace. And just in case you're worried about her, she has lots of support from family members and other trusted adults. There are times when you will look for a loving reason and not be able to perceive one, or even imagine what it might be. In those moments, acknowledging that one exists, even though you have no idea what it is, helps you stay open to possibility and avoid pinning your frustration and disappointment on other people and slipping into cynicism. Because here's the thing about cynicism. It's isolating. If you can't trust other people, you're on your own. And that is a stressful, lonely place to be. Moment of silence on that one. I think a lot of times cynicism is a mode of protection. If you have low expectations, you can't be let down. I get that. I do. I don't mean to equate looking for the loving reason with having high expectations that everything is working out like a rom-com. It's about having trust that there is good available to you and good in other people, even when people aren't acting the way you wish they would in that moment. It reminds me of a line from Steel Magnolias that Julia Roberts says, Oh, mama, I'd rather have a few minutes of wonderful than a life of nothing special. (laughs) Looking for the loving reason instead of being cynical helps you be on the lookout for the wonderful, even when it's not currently in view. It keeps you open to possibility and helps you trust that life is happening for you and not just to you. Others will still disappoint because humans are, well, human. But that disappointment will have meaning. You'll know that the tough times can make you, dare I say, a better person. Your tiny assignment for today is to think up at least one possible loving reason for why some situation you're not psyched about which I'm willing to bet has something to do with someone else's behavior, might be happening. Just one. I bet that even allowing your brain to entertain this possibility will give you more than just one idea, but the quantity doesn't matter. It's staying open to possibility and trust that does. Be sure to come back tomorrow when I'm interviewing Shelley Monch Kelly, author of the brand new book, Here's Your Pill Kitten about how a freak accident led to her spending three months as the youngest resident in a nursing home and how that tough experience helped her have more faith in and more compassion for her fellow humans. Have you thought about where you're going to watch the election results? Between the high stakes of this election and the triggered memories of election night in 2016, November 3rd is likely to be a highly intense day. That's why I'm partnering with Therapist Preferred, sponsors of this podcast, to give away an election survival kit. Now through Thursday, October 29th at 11.59 p.m. ET, you can enter to win one grand prize of three premium, organic, THC-free CBD products from Therapist Preferred, or one of four runner-up prizes, all of which can help take the edge off your mental and physical stress. To enter, visit therapistpreferred.com slash election, and we'll announce the winners on Friday in my Instagram story, where I'm at Kate Hanley Author, and Therapist Preferred's Instagram stories. They are at Therapist Preferred. Go enter to win now. Make your plans for creating a safe space to watch the election results, and good luck. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. 
The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 